This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of DadCast. I'm your host, JP. Joining us, as always, the other host, that guy, Nick Martin. Nick, how are you? Dude, I'm good. I'm getting ready for some surgery. I'm a little scared. You know, dealing with all kinds of craziness. Yeah, I know. And I wanted to hit on that right off the bat. Um, you say you are good, and I know you're just making a presentation for the audience. <laughs> we all know better, though. Um, since we did our last podcast, lots of things have come to light. Uh, lots of doctor's visits, lots of things going on in your world. Um, Get everyone updated because we're not holding on to this episode. It is going to drop within a day or two, so it is going to be fresh on the minds of everyone. How are you? What's going on? Okay, so basically about two and a half months ago, I got really, really sick. I immediately lost about 80 pounds within that two-month time frame. Um, every time I eat, I throw up. So I started going back to the doctor, and they're like, we got to get your neck fixed. We've got to find the cf leak and they ran a bunch of tests to make sure i didn't have like cancer or some kind of weird stuff still there's no weirdness that we can find it's just basically my body is reacting to the pain that i'm in thinking it's fighting off some kind of a disease is the explanation that the doctors are giving gotcha and you've got a surgery scheduled right yeah tuesday i go in at 8 a.m to get a two-inch plate put in my neck to start the process of stretching out my spine a little bit and creating a little more room to hopefully relieve some of the headaches and start working on fixing the bulging disc, the everything else that's right. going on. And man, you've been fighting all this crazy stuff for over a year now, man. It was a year, yeah. like three months ago, we were in Vegas when uh, the proverbial <laughs> shit hit the fan, so to speak. Yeah, um, yeah. And here we are finally, hopefully uh, getting to the point where we can fix this and, you know, you can get back well, to doing what you love. Having a light at the end of the tunnel of, okay, we have a solution from you know six or seven different doctors of looking at what's going on and finally saying okay this is this is what's going to fix this issue this is going to fix this issue and finally having some solutions to start getting stuff done it's, right on it's exciting well you know i'm in your corner as always and uh, we yeah. hope things go well um not to like lighten things up just a little bit in that two and a half months that you've been going through that crap i've uh i went on vacation yeah, dude. Yeah, and, and maybe we'll talk a little bit about the vacation. And no, no, we should. In fact, I want to ask our guest. Before you say anything else, though, you, everybody should go back and watch the shorts that JP was posting and the progression of said vacation. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so you good. Can, you can watch uh, all those on YouTube uh, where you're watching this right now. Yeah. Uh, just click on the short section and start from day one. And uh, we'll get into that a little bit here in this episode. But without any further ado, let me introduce you to today's amazing guest. We are stoked to have him. Uh, you re may remember him from uh, being on CSI New York. He also played Navy SEAL Sonny Quinn on the television series SEAL Team, and uh, he's had roles in Supernatural, The Box, Home Sweet Hell, and he has the voice character of Nash in The Good Dinosaur. Please welcome to DadCast, the man, the myth, Mr. A.J. Buckley. How are you, sir? Hey, hey guys, how are you? Thanks for having me. You Thank you for coming on and taking time out of your day. We talked a little bit off the air uh, about some uh, stuff you're going through right now as we speak. But before we touch yeah. on that, uh, I have to ask, it's the rite of passage. It's the first question we do on Dad Cash, and I'm giving it to Nick. Are you a dad? I, <laughs> I, I am uh, times three. Times three. And oh, how old are they? Names, ages, all that good stuff, man. Uh, my, da my daughter, Willow's nine. And then uh, I have twin boys, one who's, I'm sick right now. Say hi, Ranger. 
What's up, Ranger? Uh, and then he is his twin brother, uh, Bodie, who's at uh, who's at school. So nine year old daughter, huh? So you and I, yeah. we're, we're, we're kind of in the same ballpark here, man. My uh, my daughter's ten years old. Um, yep. she is the baby. She is the princess. She is, um, for lack of a better way to put it and baby girl, if you end up watching this, um, sometime 10 years from now in the future, um, I am apologizing from the past. Uh, she <laughs> is the definition of, and, and I'm trying to coin this term sass hole. <laughs> We got a bunch of, a whole bunch of sass holes. It's fantastic. <laughs> I, I, know, I know exactly. I know exactly. Uh, it's, it's, it's a weird transition that you go through from the, from the, uh, it's a little, you know, my daughter had this curly little hair and then, and then all of a sudden it, it, uh, as she got older, just, it's, it's, it's more than just the questions that you have to really like, you're like, what did you just say? And you're like, uh-huh. it's, it's yeah. your, the, the, the ability to, um, uh, you've really got to give an explanation. You've really got to put thought into what your answer is before you can be like, Hey, look over here. And you're like, well, you're like, and you get on, with your, on your day. But now it's like, there's a real, okay, I need to, I need to think about how I, I respond to this. Yeah. It's, it's, it's yeah. crazy. And, and the things that come out of their mouths, it's, yeah, I, it's, exponentially in the past and now she's back at school she's been back at school for one week and she's now she's got all her little friends she's in fifth grade and she's coming back and and just this new attitude and information and as the years progress a little bit more independent and full of attitude it's getting nick it's coming dude it's happening again so cherish it cherish the fact that you got a little baby my daughter went to uh uh her first stay away camp uh, where they, they go, I live in South Carolina and, and the camps up in North Carolina and they basically go there for five days and there's no contact at all. You get letters, um, but there's like, there's nothing like there. It's sort of like a rite of passage down here. A lot of, a right. lot of kids here, uh, I do it. And, uh, it was, it was definitely, I just, you know, saying goodbye to her at the camp. I thought it was going to be like, Oh, we'd go see your cabin and stuff they were like okay cool you can go now and i'm like whoa sort of ripped the band-aid off but um yeah it was uh it was good she definitely she came back you know it wasn't so much it was different but she just there was her, she had a yeah she just had a different outlook on things you know i feel like she felt like she earned her first stripe which was cool um and it was a really great camp that she went to all the kids and stuff that uh, with a lot of friends in the neighborhood and stuff, a lot of their kids had gone to it and stuff. So over the years and uh, everyone sort of raved about it. So it was a little unnerving. We ended up staying probably about 45 minutes away at this, at this lake, just in case. Right. Uh, <laughs> I would be coming in hot. Uh, she was convinced I was going to be hiding in the, in the bushes <laughs> in a ghillie suit. Uh, uh, you should have. Um, I told her, I said, you never know. I it, mean, do you have any of those props still from Navy SEAL? <laughs> Because I mean, I, I, I do, I do. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, yeah. So, and she knows, she knows, uh, she's my my little girl always. So, uh, but I was really proud of her when she how she handled herself, and you know, and uh, the letters I got, and so it was it was it was a good experience. How did I you handle? How did you know four or five days in? How are you? Uh, how are you and mom feeling? about with the separation was that a first I was time pretty, you know, i'm not gonna lie i was pretty emotional when when i drove off it was like it was i was like whoa okay and uh it just you know like i've i've because i travel so much with work and and i'm filming all with all over the world with with the seal team um and since she's been little you know she would either travel with me when we were filming um uh, and you know she sort of, sort of became like my little road dog. But we, she was so used to you know go to the hotel and you know bring a suitcase and all that sort of stuff. So her and I had a relationship of you know I'd be leaving quite a bit, but I'd always say find a way to say goodnight to her no matter where I was or what I was doing. So that was odd. I was just like, oof, that that kind of hit me a couple of times. But uh, you know you work through it, and she was like, it's it's something that uh, you know they have to do at some point, but it just, it just helps with like, you know, them getting, you know, finding their own independence and, and, and working out that the, the little uh, worries that they have in their own head and stuff like that. And, and, and finding the strength within their peers and, 
you know, and overcoming their own insecurities and stuff. So it was good. She, I definitely feel like uh, it was very beneficial. She wants to do two weeks next oh, year. No. So I'm almost like, I don't know. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We said we'll, we'll think about that. Nick. Yo. I take Sophie for two weeks. You don't get to see or talk to her. <laughs> Absolutely not. No way. I, I, is that something <laughs> that you are at, at something you're willing to do? No. Let's see. No, yeah. <laughs> no it, it's, hard, it's hard for her for me to even drop her off at the daycare. Like, and Sophie's yeah. only seven months old. So it's like, I drop them off and it's like, oh man, like now yeah. it's a couple hours. I'm like, it'd be kind of cool if she was here hanging out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I, I do fine. have a Liam story though. So last week, oh uh, man. You're going to love this, AJ. Man, I, oh, I got this. So, is, this so is a story. Wife, so my wife and I have a three year old and a seven month old. And my three-year-old is becoming more and more independent daily and decided hide and seek is this new fun game. Okay. Uh-huh. So my, I was at the gym. I'm working out with a physical therapist just to make sure I'm good to go for surgery and stuff. So I'm at the gym for five minutes. I'm on the bike. My wife calls screaming hysterical. I can't find Liam. Liam's missing. I'm like, Oh my God. So I get home. I get home as fast as I can. Every cop in Grants Pass is on my street. My street's blocked off. There's literally 50 officers, fire departments down there running around looking for him. 35 minutes goes by. We cannot find the kid. I'm oh, walking God. back down the street, and all of a sudden, his little blonde head pops up out of my car in the back seat. I, I open the door. I grab him. I squeeze him. I'm like, did you not hear everybody yelling for you? The cops, the firefighters, your mom, me. Oh. He's like. Oh, I heard you guys. Thank you for calling the cops for me, Daddy. Did you do that for me? <laughs> so I take him, and the officer that was there was just amazing. So I, I handed him to the officer. I'm like, "You need to have a talk with my son." And <laughs> so the officer sat him down and explained, "We don't hide from mommy and daddy. We definitely oh. hide in cars when it's warm outside. It's it's just not a safe thing." And oh, oh man, it, it was the scariest 35. Oh, because like the neighbors are out looking for him and, and everybody's just screaming and I'm yeah, like, I, oh my gosh i can't even imagine yeah that, that's that yeah that's my worst that's my worst nightmare for sure just yeah. yeah i lost my uh when my son was an infant underneath the drapes okay <laughs> so he, he crawled yeah. you know and then he decided yeah. to pass out and, and the drapes were covering at the very bottom of the sliding glass door just a bit and that freaked me out that was like literally 30 seconds yeah. 30 seconds and i finally oh, yeah. found a little foot yeah. sticking out and went oh we're good but yeah man yeah, it was amazing how fast it happened too like danielle turned her back for literally five seconds to put sophie in the bouncer yep liam had made it into the kitchen and out the front door and was just gone and so as soon as everything was done, everybody went home. We went down to Home Depot, got new door locks, got all the better child safety stuff. So like, I can't even get out of my house now. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, those, things, those things drive me nuts, especially if you've had a few dad pops. You're like, how does this thing work to get yeah. Dad pops. <laughs> that needs to be marketed. That needs to be sold. We need to start selling beer, Nick. Then call yeah, them yeah, dad yeah. pops, dad cast, dad, dad pops, <laughs> with know, like a twelve percent alcohol level or something. <laughs> At least minimal. <laughs> Min- good God! Yeah, I, I almost started drinking again that day. I was like, hey. <laughs> I think wait till the surgeries are done, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so AJ, I want to take you back nine and a half, ten years, give or take. Uh, yeah, you were. <laughs> notified in some certain way that you were in fact going to become a dad. Yeah. How did that conversation go? And can you recall the emotions of that day? Um, yeah. I, well, let's see how, cause like with Willow, let's see with Willow. Well, Will, yeah, Will, sorry, Willow, we had, Okay. This now it's just all come back. See, my dad fog was just like, okay, whoa. <laughs> uh, so I was actually shooting uh, a movie in New Orleans. My my wife, she was my fiance at the time. Um, we, we were just about to send out save the dates for our wedding, and her dad, Bob, the great guy, um, one of his favorite actors was Jim Belushi, and. Uh, he had flown out because I was producing the movie as well. So he'd flown out to New Orleans. And he was going to come on set. He was going to meet Belushi. 
And then him and I would have dinner that night. And um, then he, he was going to fly back to St. Louis. And I'm like, I just got home from filming and I was going to shower quick. I told the dad to like meet me downstairs in the bar. Um, and my sister's or my, my wife's sister, uh, she was there too. She was in the, I cast her in the movie. And um, so we're going to meet downstairs and I told the dad like 30 minutes or whatever, I'll, I'll be down there. So go in shower. And as I'm leaving, um, uh, my phone rings and she's like, Hey, and I'm like, Hey, I mean, my wife's crying. I'm like, what's wrong? And she's like, ah, blah, blah. I'm like, what, what's, what's, is everything okay? So yeah. I sit down on the bed and she's like, I'm pregnant. I'm like, what? <laughs> she's like, I'm pregnant. I'm like, Oh my God. Okay. That's all right. I'm like, we were just about to send out the save the date. So I'm like, okay, well, that's exciting. But you know, she's like, and I'm like, uh, what do, what do, like, I've got to go meet your dad downstairs. She's like, you can't say anything to him. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and um, uh, I just, like the day before, I just had found out like CSI New York had been canceled. Um, and it was a great run. It was awesome. But you're still just sort of a little frazzled from it because you've been doing it for nine years. And so I was sort of in this like, okay, what are, what's what's going to happen next? And then this happens. And I've always wanted to be a dad, but, you know, we sort of were, the, the wedding was literally in nine months from, the save the dates. Right. So we're like, um, we were put the deposit down and all this other stuff. I'm like, Oh my God. So all this stuff is going through my head while my wife is, is, is talking to me on the other side. And I'm like, okay, so it's going to be fine. And, uh, I'll go downstairs and I'll talk to your pops. She's like, whatever you do, don't say anything to them. Um, and, and don't say anything to, to my sister. I'm like, okay, I promise you won't. So downstairs and I know my bell is wrong. Like I'm like, I can't, yeah. Talk. I, I can't, I can't think of anything else. And I literally just seen him 45 minutes ago. Um, and I was, I, I was actually like, it was actually, I was up there in the room talking to Abby for about an hour. So he was downstairs waiting for about half an hour with the sister. He was like, everything okay. And I was like, yeah, everything's fine. And I could not formulate a sentence with him because I kept thinking about this and then food came and I couldn't eat it. And I was like, I'm, I'm good. He's like, yo, I'm like, just, uh, and I just kept drifting off. I was like, my brain was just spinning. Right. And, Abby, my wife had texted me. She's kept saying like, don't say anything. And I'm like, I'm not going to say anything. And, and then I was just like halfway through it. I'm like, I got, I got to, I got to book out. I got to feel good. Sorry. I think your dad thought I was mad at him or something had done like was odd or whatever it was. But I went back upstairs. It was like, it was just a combination of, of, uh, of, uh, <laughs> the timing of it couldn't be, couldn't be worse, but, um, we ended up, uh, pushing the wedding. Um, and, uh, my beautiful daughter came nine months later. That's amazing. Did did wow. father in law get to meet Jim? Uh, he did. He did. He, <laughs> spent right. the, he had he had spent the day. He spent earlier that day with uh, Mr. Belushi, and uh, he was uh, it was pretty tough. Yeah, so. he's he's uh, an Oregonian now. He's real close to where I live. Literally, like four oh, miles away, growing his weed. Yeah, he's he's a good dude, man. Yeah, good character. He's we've yeah. been trying to get him on for a couple of years now, and Nick's just yeah. failing miserably at it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy. I yeah, if I if I if I still had his contact, I'd shoot him an email. <laughs> I think his, his manager is a good friend of mine, and like Belushi just refuses to do anything, any like local talk stuff for some reason. Really? Yeah, it's oh. it's really strange. Really? Like, I, yeah, it's I've I've met him a couple of times. He's a super nice guy. I used I used to yeah, sell client furniture, and we sold yeah. all the appliances for the the Belushi farm out here. And when we went out to deliver it, it was crazy. He had an entourage that was like, they put Belushi in one room. Nobody was allowed to talk to Belushi. We had to go <laughs> in. I had two guys. I had to go with them. Two guys got to deliver and install. I had to stand in the driveway to make sure nobody else from the store showed up. <laughs> I'm oh like, oh, what, what is this? It's like, like, yeah, it's like, normal- like to hide in the president <laughs> or something back there. Yeah. yeah. To each your own. This the parts yeah. of Hollywood I, I don't like. So nine months yeah, Sorry, Nick. Okay. So nine That's months fair. later, she appears. Yeah. Were you in the yes. room? Were you there for the birth? Uh, actually, this is a pretty funny story. I was filming again. I was doing a show called Justified. Uh, and I was playing this character, Danny Crow. And I got yellow teeth and I got a big scar across my face and tattoos on my neck and whatnot. And we were filming up in the mountains and they had a sat phone for me. And uh, um they got the call that she was going into labor and we, they, we had a couple of scares uh, or like false starts. Um, 
So uh, the show of the production had a, a town car waiting for me because we knew it was going to, it was imminent that it would be happening. So I r- middle of the scene, they were like, just go. So I run, jump in the car. It's about an hour ride into Los Angeles. And we went to the hospital or she was at Cedars and um, that's where she worked. My wife's a nurse. So all of her colleagues and stuff are there. And I haven't met them, a lot of them. So, and I come running, I didn't even change out of my, my wardrobe. And uh, I'll, I'll send you guys over. I'll find a picture of you guys to, so you could have, if it, uh, you can post it up. But I literally like have like yellow teeth. I'm so dirty. I've got like a denim cutoff uh, jacket on with like this dirty uh, um, uh, tank top on. I was just, I looked horrible. And walking, I'm like, I need, is everything okay? My wife was like, like, what the hell? She's like, would you? She's like, and like all of her friends are in the room. I'm like, right. hey, but she's like, what? So, but I uh, rushed into the bathroom and uh, washed it off. But yeah, it was, it was pretty funny. Good stuff. And so everything worked out great. You were in the room. Yeah, in the room, cut the cord. Uh, um, yeah, it was a pretty, pretty emotional, uh, special thing. Everyone says it's life changing and you can't really put it to words, but it just, it really is. Yeah. And especially when you get to do it multiple times, Nick, lucky man got to do it most recently, but you didn't cut the cord. No, it it freaks me out. I, I, I couldn't do it on any of my kids. Like it just, it grosses me out. Blood grosses me out. And it's like, he's he's just this guy, but just (laughs) wussy. I see. I'm just, I'm the same way when we had our, my, the twins, uh, they were um, cesarean. So um, we had, had gone in and um, one of like one of the boys, uh, Ranger, his egg had broke or sack had broke and um, Bodie's hadn't. So they had to like pop one or the other. And I remember just like peeking over to see, I, my curious curiosity yeah. got me and was like, my wife was like, do not, do you do not pass out on me? I was like, whoa. Uh-huh. I was like, I so wish I never looked over, but um, it was uh, a totally different experience completely. Yeah, I've never um, had a, yeah, cesarean has never yeah, happened with me, so yeah, I can't imagine. It was, it was, my, my wife is obviously was all hopped up on whatever they, they gave her, so she, they couldn't, she couldn't really feel anything. Um, but uh, that was uh, that was an experience in itself. Uh, I, amazing. You guys, I, I just came across something that was given to me the other day and I've been waiting for the opportunity to share it. And now I can share this thing worldwide. Now this, I, I must preempt this. This is not political in any way. I do not care who you voted for, who you hate, if there's anything regard that. And that's for everyone out there watching as well. Okay. This yeah. is not a political statement in any form or fashion. I just think it's hilarious. Um, even though I'll tell you, I, I supported the man. I'll tell you. But anyway, this guy I work with handed me this the other day, right? And he's got this little funny chuckle when he handed it to me. So he handed me this. And I was like, oh, dude, right on, man. And then I opened it. Are you ready? I opened yeah. it. <laughs> and I was like, you son of a. That's anyway. That's pretty funny, right? I mean, I, even if funny. even if you are a Trump supporter, that's funny. I don't care who you are. Anyway, sorry I had to share that with y'all. <laughs> what'd you What'd you think, Nick? No, it was funny. It was funny. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Fair <laughs> enough. You yeah, know, you know, we're getting real close to political season once again. Signs are going to start popping up. The world is going to start getting crazy. People are going to lose their minds. Um, are you excited? Already, I'm they're not. Already, they're already, they're already no. pushing the COVID bullshit. Yeah, they're I know. Already. I know. Hey, speaking of... Sorry, I'm Nick. a concert motor here in Southern Oregon, and I've got a yeah. bunch of stuff coming in through the pipeline. I was talking to my to Saving Able, our buddies, yesterday morning. And they're like, dude, it is so fucked, like, all over the country. Every state's different now. They've got mask mandates in some states. Some states won't allow you to play unless you're vaccinated. Um, Oregon right now is on the verge of kicking down another mask mandate no. shutting the state. Nope. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not, I will I'm resist. And I told my wife, I said that, uh, yeah, if they try to do it in our schools, I'll pull the kids from school. It's like I'm yeah. not putting I'm not putting them through that that we're in the mask again. It's like but what it did to the right. They're not yeah, even caught up from that now. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. My my older kid is still suffering from that. Yeah. My 19 year old daughter was in the middle of high school when all this happened, and 
she went from being kind of outgoing her freshman year to sophomore, senior through senior year, kind of just deep into herself and not have many friends. And I'm like, how many other kids have that yeah. issue? No, it's, it's, and they, they've proven, they've just said that it, it doesn't work. No. And, and, it, and it, there was, I was watching something this morning. There wasn't one healthy child that during COVID that we lost. So right. it was, it just, uh, it just like they, they've, and they've come out, it was in the, Conway or the Con- I forget what it was, but it's a very established medical magazine. And one of the, the lead entomologists had said that, you know, they did these, ma- this massive, you know, uh, countrywide study on masks and not even like the N95, nothing, they don't work. And it's like, it's not, it's pointless. I won't wear it. I don't, I don't care. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to play this game. It's just, yeah. uh, and I, you know, I, I just, it just, what it, it you actually, the, the amount of respiratory issues you get from wearing that thing all day, the bacteria you're breathing in, there's more studies on the damage it caused from the kids from the, the on the mental side of things to, uh, you know, just people wearing those dirty fucking masks all day. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. Oh, yeah. we shall see what happens, man. I, but ugh. So, at least we're going to have lots of cool content to talk about again. Yeah, yeah. Well, stand, we stand your ground. Stand your ground. Yeah. You know? My my oldest son is in the army. He just got they shipped out. I think he said I want to say like seventy percent of active military overseas until after the election. Right? And I'm like, why? Why would they do that? Why are we getting rid of our active military, putting them overseas? He's training right now to do um, uh, whatever they call it when they lock people down if you don't comply. Yeah. Uh, like yeah arresting americans um having like concentration camps and stuff and i'm like what no yeah, yeah that's, that's why i live in, that's why i like south carolina you know you yeah. mentioned that earlier uh and i was curious were you hit by the the the, the storms and the tornado how did you guys uh, get through that uh we did we did a, a buddy of mine a friend of ours uh on the other side up up to wando he got there was a tornado that happened there and ripped up their dock. Um, and then we're right on the water here. And uh, what was unnerving um, was there was, it was a full moon uh, and it was a king tide. And it was right timing out when the, um, the, the, when the hurricane was coming at most and the way that the wind was coming was sort of pushing everything in. Mm-hmm. So, and, and th- where, where we are, it's sort of like a marsh and then it's about, you know, it has a sort of sort of um, inlet area where the ocean comes in. So you, you usually have always been like, oh, it's got to clear all the way up through here and we're good. I mean, it was oceanfront property. It was like right there. Just, so um, it got probably about a foot and a half from where my my house was. We have we're we're pretty built up um, on the uh, on the property. It's about six feet to where from where the water is to where the house is. And then there's a whole nother level that goes right. up, but yeah. And it was at around 1230 at night is when it was at the sort of peak, but it was, I've never seen it come that close. I was like, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We were fall. I, I was glued to the weather channel, man. Cause it's yeah. crazy. I was in Fort Lauderdale, uh, Hollywood beach a week prior to this storm, part of my vacation. I was telling you guys about, yeah. and uh, we just missed it. You know, so, yeah. you know, I missed myself. Within, of course, it didn't get the, the, you know, the east side of Florida didn't really get hit hard. Yeah. But well, I mean, we, we we still had a good hurricane party. I'm not going to lie. Ah, <laughs> good. How far are you away from the Outer Banks? Uh, well, they filmed the show here in, in South Carolina, but it's it's up to the, the, the real Outer Banks is, is up uh, three hours from Okay, it's fine. You, you mentioned the show immediately. I was actually curious as where the actual Outer Banks were, but yeah. I love that show. And now it's like now I have to visit some point in time. What Nick? That show is that show is incredible. Yeah, dude, I, yeah, I it's a really good show. It yeah. is. I just I love it. The fact right, that so it, I gotta go off the rails. Is there? There's another SEAL Team season coming, right? Yeah, we're we were okay. supposed to uh, be filming it. We'd actually be winding it down right now, but there's the writers and actors strike right. right, right. Now. So uh, I have no fucking clue what's what's going on. So right. it's it really it really sucks. Uh, I get why the reasons why they they went on strike. I, I I wasn't per se for the timing of it. I just thought, in my own personal opinion, with you know people just coming out of COVID, 
especially the crew who are paycheck to paycheck. Um, they were, the, the crew got hit the hardest, um, during COVID and then to go back to then to strike when, so the, the you know, how unstable the economy is and all these, you know, the variables that are going on right now in the world with the U S dollar. Um, I just didn't think, cause our only move is to strike, you know, once you make that, once you're on strike, you don't have another place. So, I mean, I support what they're doing and uh, the reasons, but I just, I, my heart goes out to the, the, the crew members of in our industry, because a lot of them, you know, the dads at grip electric and the moms in wardrobe and the sons in catering. And it's like, it's like a, be households of people that that's their income. So, yeah. um, I just, I just, in my opinion, I, I, I wish that we'd punted it at least a year and that went in good faith just for the mere fact of the people that, um, were just getting back on their feet and they just took off the COVID restrictions and we're just getting back in the swing of things. And when, you know, the economy is this unsteady, it's like, just negotiate to pick this back up in a year and let people, you know, you know, get back on their feet and put some food in the fridge, so to speak. And, uh, but unfortunately, you know, they, uh, they, they want to strike and, um, I'm hoping that it ends soon. So gotcha. it, now uh, you, you being obviously, uh, right in the thick of it, being an actor, uh, yeah. do you see any movement as far as this getting put to rest anytime I soon? I, I don't see, this is what my disconnect is. I don't, if, if there's, we're at a catastrophic point right now. And this is my fear of like, once we start passing the hundred day mark, which I think we're at like 130, there's, there's no upside for anybody. Anything that we negotiate past this point, we're still going to be, you know, at a loss. Like in 2008, when we, when we went on strike, we never recovered from that. So it's at what point do we just do like, and they're going weeks without even sitting down and talking. Yeah. So, you know, and if, if, if we're negotiating for just AI protection and residuals, which I a hundred percent believe that, you know, everything that they're going on strike for, I a hundred percent agree with and stand with on. It's just this, this posturing on both sides. um, And it is both sides. You know, people might get mad at me for saying that, but it's like, there's both sides. There's emotion. The people are, are negotiating with emotion on both sides. There's people that are losing their livelihood and to go weeks without sitting down and trying to find a way or even put like an if come deal or some type of thing in place where we can get back to work and just take care of our own, you know, the crew and the other, you know, the other ripple effect that a, a movie industry has when they come into a town, they, you know, there's the dry cleaners, there's the restaurants, the hotels that are full. So there's all these other industries that rely on these hundreds of millions of dollars that come to the town. Um, So there's a much bigger scope of it. And, you know, the writers um, and, and and the actors, we're all part of that ecosystem. There's not one that's more important than the other. Um, And look, the AMTP is, has got to come to the table and, and definitely do some changes and stuff. But I think we just need to, there's other things that I think are being focused on in the negotiations that I think are stalling it when they should only be focused on AI and residuals. That was the main reason that we, we went on strike. And I feel like there's other things that are um, being sort of thrown in that, you know, you can't, and it just, it just, again, it just, it sucks. It's like the, the studios are, are down in their, um, in their, you know, all their, they let off like 12,000 people go in the, um, prior to the strike. Um, and it's, it's like, you know, when you go, if, if, if someone is, is laying people off, do you go in and ask for more money at that time? Probably you not. Know, it's a, you know, I mean, I, that was their strategy and, um, we're here now. So, um, all I can do is, is, is support and hope for the best that we, we get back to back to work sooner than later because, um, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's not fun. It's Amen. not fun. It's not, and it's, it, it's hard. It's hard to, uh, to, you know, there's a lot of people, you know, I've been in the business 27 years and just knowing that people are going through it. And I mean, look, look I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a dad. I've got three kids. I don't care what, you know, Hollywood's off this, uh, this illusion that we're all, you know, just got money pouring out of things. It's, it's, it's not the case. 
you know. Right. Uh, so when you when you haven't got a check in over a year and a half, you know, you you start being like, start, okay, well, we, we need to sit down and figure this out. So I'm hoping that people, you know, will cool minds will prevail and they'll be able to see that there is no upside at some point where we are, we are, you know, and, and at some point, you know, with AI, you know, if you aren't actually working, AI becomes more relevant. Yeah. So like the more that you posture, we have to, we just have to figure it out because any way you look at it, whether you like it or not, the studio is going to go, well, if we uh, don't get back to work, then, you know, let's look at AI. So it's like, we just, there has to be a middle ground. We'd have to find a way to get back in there. And I, I, I do think the AMTP needs to to sit down um, because what they are, what they are on strike for, what we're all on strike for um, is, is valid. Um, it's just the timing of it. I've had the issue with, but yeah. I'm not against, I'm not against the strike. I just, uh, it's just the timing of it. What have you been doing with your life and family these past 130 days? As a matter of fact, no. How have you spent your summer? I, actually, this was the very first summer in four years that I actually was home. So it was, I was very grateful for that. Yeah. I mean, uh, there's a little light, right? Lot, yeah. Got to do a lot of camping. It's mountain. Um, uh, took the kids. We went up to, uh, went to the lake house and um, we're up at a lake and, you know, we're, we're tubing with the kids and um, my 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 uh, my boy caught his his first redfish the other day, so uh, which is cool. Um, but yeah, just just been with the, just like I was immersed with just doing kid stuff the entire time. We we kind of because um, we were supposed to be filming during the summer, so we hadn't enrolled our kids in any camps, um, uh, other than the uh, the stayaway one that my daughter went to. Um, so it was just, all right, well, what are we doing today? And then once we sort of said, got into the routine, we're like, well, let's just, just go somewhere. You know, it didn't look like the strike was going to end, uh, at any time, uh, during the summer. So we just said, started booking things and doing these road trips and it was fun. It was awesome. Super grateful that I got to actually spend the quality time and I got to take them back to school for the first time, which I've, I've always sort of, uh, yeah, I've, I've missed each one of those, which yeah. Oh, it sucks a little bit, but you know, you're always grateful for the job that you have, but sometimes the job takes you away. You yeah. miss those. That's the pickle. That's yeah. the dad pickle. Yeah. You know, we got to yeah. work hard to support these kids and, and yeah, we don't want to miss these things. And, and I mean, yeah. every single day, my, my son, dad, why you got to go to work? You know, especially during summer, why you got to go to work? Yeah. It's like, well, yeah. you'll get it one day. I promise. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm glad I asked that question because now I'm going to tell you about my vacation and <laughs> Nick's, I see Nick smirking. Um, let me ask you this during any of your road trips, tell me the answer is yes. Uh, were there any bumps in the road? It couldn't have been all smooth having all the family together packed together. Was it? Um, we did a couple, we did a bunch. I love doing road trips. So, uh, it, uh, it's always, we, well, we figured out if my daughter, she likes to have Shirley temples, but if she has a Shirley temple, um, she has to pee like every 30 seconds. Okay. All right. And, and so it's really like, and we couldn't figure out, my wife was like, are you, is everything okay? And then we realized that the next day she had a Shirley temple, we're like, okay, hey, those are off the table. There's no, so, and then it just, you know, if we leave before the sun rises or just as is, we make a lot more ground. Um, I think it, we're going to hang on. Um, we make, uh, uh, we make a lot more ground. So it's like, that was always the goal. Was it, I think out of the five road trips, we hit it maybe twice okay. of leaving right on time now, because, you know, what was the longest road trip? How many hours? Uh, we drove from here. We did a couple. So we went all the way down to like Miami. Okay. So that's um, nine, you know, 10 hours, yeah, right? My, my, yeah. My uncle Mike lives there. Well, t 10 hours in theory, but probably like 13 stops. <laughs> okay. 14. All right. And then up, up uh, in North Carolina, um, we kind of did some cool stuff where we're, as we're going, we're like, oh, this looks cool up here. Let's, let's take a right here and see where we, we end up. And knowing that there was, you know, especially up in the um, the mountains and stuff up there, it's just, so breathtaking. Any so sibling kinda, rivalry? 
Oh, they're at that age. Yeah. Okay, good. So stop, let me stop get, looking at me. Stop looking yes. at me. <laughs> let me get into real quick my vacation. I'm going to try to give you the cliff note version. Nick, you doing all right, bud? Is he frozen there? Did he die on us? Nick? Hello? Can you hear us? He froze. He froze. All right. Well, then it's just you and I until he pops back. For all, <laughs> I, I, I hope he just didn't die. That would be terrible. Nick? Nick? Buddy? Well, no. All right. <laughs> you okay? I'm, no, my back is killing me and I've got a seriously bad headache. I'm did, sorry, guys. Did you hear oh, any of that? I did not. I'm I'm going to tap out. I'm oh. so sorry. Okay, not bro. You do your thing. I will carry on. He is Nick. Okay. We love him. Talk to you uh, soon, dude, buddy. God bless, man. Dude, hang in there, brother. You got this? There he goes. Oh, okay. Man. I th- so he, that wasn't a frozen screen. Mm. This is what, you know, he's been going through, man. There's just these periods oh. of stuff like that. Just out of nowhere, it hits. And we got one on camera now. So when he gets God better, bless, I'm going to, I'm going to yeah. live that one down and make it a meme. Um, okay. Yeah. So let's get back into this. AJ, I scheduled what I thought was going to be an epic summer vacation for my family. I worked a different job. Um, it's like a side hustle I've got where I, I made a goal to make like a thousand bucks a week for 10 weeks straight um, and take and spend 10 grand that was just extra income and doing all kinds of crazy stuff with the family to end the summer. I hit the goal and the plan I booked it all was we are going to get to Vegas, stay one night there, fly out of Vegas to South Florida, spend four days at Hollywood Beach, fly back to Vegas, stay two nights, drive to LA, spend three days at Disneyland, then drive home. So we're talking, yeah, right? 13 days. I was smart about it. I flew the girls from home to Vegas and me and my son road tripped. No problems. Perfect. 14 hour trip, driving the Tesla, charging stops. Everything's good. Uh, not 10 minutes into the family getting together and the siblings, particularly, uh, my son and my daughter, I have an 18 year old daughter, 13 year old son, 10 year old daughter, the 10 and the 13 year old. They're just, doesn't matter what it is. They're always fighting over anything and everything. Um, so right off the bat, 10 minutes there, it starts the fighting and, it was okay. You know, we got over that, flew to Florida, and every single day it just seemed to get a little bit worse until finally we are driving from Vegas to LA, all five of us cramped in the car, um, and it just blew up. And I just lost my mind because, you know, they weren't yeah. listening. And, you know, we're good parents and they're great kids. Don't get me wrong. But, yeah. but it, I was just, I, I lost my top yeah. uh, cuss words may have happened. Daddy may have yelled, et cetera, et cetera. And I said, never again, am I going to do this? I thought it was such a great idea. Next time we're going to do one location, half the amount of time and no yeah. car is going to be involved. Um, yeah. That's what I figured. But any advice on road tripping with the family to alleviate we, some of that? What we did, we did a, um, if you can't do it in a motorhome. All right. Motorhome is good because it's a little bigger. Yeah. It feels like you're on a magical bus, uh-huh. which, which we always called it. And then we would have originally when we did our first uh, motorhome trip, we just had shorter uh, destinations of places we were going to go. So we drive for two hours and we hit a spot, get out, stretch the legs, you know, but we'd go to a beach or we'd go like, so we, we, we wouldn't, you know, at, at the beginning when we were driving, <laughs> at the beginning when we were driving uh i was just trying to make distance to get to where we were actually going as opposed to realizing that this was the holiday right and just sort of sort of saying okay well we're going to get here here and here i was like wherever we decide to pull over we have a motorhome we can we can do that um with the ones with the uh that we've done in in um my truck it's just been having the right entertainment you know having a movie on or yeah. indi- like individual thing. And I think that's, that sort of kept them going. And then, uh, and again, but just sort of, if I see something I can get out and we can just walk around for half an hour, 45 minutes, then that, that seemed to like, 
get everybody a little uh, less stir crazy. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's you know I'm with you, man. I mean, if I I like the road trips because just flying is you know for the family of five, it's so expensive. Yes, it is. There and, you know, stuff, and the stuff you got to bring, especially with the twins and all the toys, this or that. And well, and my my dumbass decides to do all the expensive things too. I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, the fact that there was two stops in Vegas during that did not yeah. help the plight when it came to me because. <laughs> I love me some Las Vegas. I went yeah, 24 course, yeah. times last year, and I think we're at about 10 so far this year. Um, That's great. And there's always a budget for the gambling. Yeah. Uh, it didn't work out so well this last time, which is fine. You know, it's ex- to be expected. Yeah, but yeah, yeah uh, no, not not this guy. I, I just live and live. <laughs> that's, that's, that's how it goes there. But so now yeah. next time we'll do it. But the reason we go to Florida, and I noticed in doing my little deep dive with you, um, it, it, and Wikipedia has been known to be wrong, but are you still yes. involved in the pokey business or whatever? No, we, uh, we sold that. I sold my, uh, my shares in that, um, pre COVID. I'm glad I got out okay. before code. Well, that's COVID good hit. to know. Well, the reason we go to yeah. Florida, um, Hollywood beach, one of my favorite places to go. Um, yeah, I actually, I, I own, um, I'm part owner of a radio station as well. It's called pirate radio and, uh, home base is out of Dania beach. So, Fort Lauderdale, Dania oh, Beach, very, Hollywood. Very cool. um, yeah. And I go there once a year to do a live broadcast at the Miami International Boat Show. And the first year we oh, ever wow. went, um, we ended up in Hollywood Beach and I found the Taco Shack. And I love oh, yeah. fish tacos. And yeah. that is the best fish taco I've ever had in my entire yeah. life. And yeah. because of that place, we go back, I am not even kidding, once a year just to have fish tacos. And after four or five years wow. in a row, my son finally, he's old enough. He's like, Dad, I'm getting sick of you going without us. <laughs> so I'm like, all right. I've, I've, I've actually always wanted to go to the Miami boat show. I hear it's just insane. If you are into boats, it is yeah. it is nuts. It is crazy. It is huge. Um, all yeah. kinds of stuff to do. It's it's fun. It, it's it's a good. Yeah. It's, you know, we go there to garner up some business. You know, that's yeah, exactly. who we're yeah. targeting um, with this radio station. But yeah, it's inadvertently we found one of our favorite places to go and every time we go we hop on down to largo eat at alabama jacks and try to make it as far as we can uh with the yeah. kids we made it to isla Morada this time so yeah. we we didn't quite get down to key west because it was yeah. just chaos and again uh, the minivan it just wasn't big enough for everyone and of course the 18 year old yeah. brought her boyfriend along with him so we ended up having an extra one along there but yeah hollywood beach love it Good stuff. Um, we are getting near the end of our time here, so I'm going to ask a couple more questions. Um, man, a little bit flustered. I, I feel bad for Nick. That's yeah, me too. That is. I mean, I honestly thought that was a frozen screen, and he <laughs> it looks like he just fell asleep. Oh, here you go. He texted, um, "Dude, I'm so sorry. All I remember is something popped in my neck, and then you guys yelling at me." I'm in so much pain right now. Oh, poor guy. Oh God. God, God I hope he gets um, fixed. That's- I really, I really, well, I was telling you before the, uh, the bio accelerator. Yeah. And for anybody that, that is listening, that has any neck or back injury, I, I had a really bad injury on seal team and it got to the point where I couldn't get off to the couch. And, uh, um, and it was like season, I, it was in season four, I believe. And then season five and season six, like I couldn't run, I couldn't do anything. And we we're, we're still, you know, obviously filming the show, but I gained a ton of weight and just couldn't perform at the level that I needed to perform. And every time we put the gear on the helmets, it was just right. excruciating. And I lost all feelings in my hand. That's what um, he's dealing with. He's dealing with a yeah, lot of it, sensory loss. Oh, oh, it's the worst. And uh, a buddy of mine, uh, Ray Cash, and this other SEAL, Kenny Sheard, had both said to go down there. And then Ray Cash had, um, had actually reached out to the gentleman that owned it. And, uh, um, made the introduction and like three months later I flew down there in April and it changed my life, man. Like I am, I feel like a new human being. So I'll, what I'll do is I'll get, uh, I'll get that info uh, over to him and see if he can, cause it, it is, they, this facility bioaccelerate is the, the, one of the greatest places I've ever been to just to see the people that have come from all over the world yep. and get this stem cell. I got 350 million stem cells put into me, in my back and the 150 million in uh, IV. And I mean, I am, I'm a different, and you don't know how much pain you're in until it's actually gone. Right. Um, but the fact that I can sleep the way that I have that I'm, I can back training, you know, 
lost, got back to my regular weight, which dropped like 40 pounds um, since April, but just like that's just being able to move again. Yeah. And uh, um, yeah, it's a real thing, but I, I'll definitely connect, uh, have him uh, be connected on there. And if anybody's listening, go check out Bio Accelerator in Medellin, Colombia. They are unbelievable and gotcha. it's a game changer i'm not and i'm not sponsored by them uh, you know i'm not not, not by, by any sort of means this is just if you're in pain and have the ability to get down there these guys will will change your life there you have it man uh where are they located in medellin colombia oh, oh that's a trip nick yeah. when you watch this back i'm going with you yeah okay <laughs> you do need a buddy you do need i mean you're gonna be in colombia so you know yeah. we're, i'm gonna I, I got your back yeah um, super safe and amazing. Nick has a segment that we do on here called the fast five, um, because I worked in radio for so many years. Um, I stole it from that and I incorporated it into this podcast. So you get the gist. It's five quick questions. I'm going to do off the top of my head, what Nick usually asks, and it might end up being the fast three or four who knows, but here we go. Okay. AJ Buckley. If you could have a billboard with anything on it, what would it be? A billboard like me, with me on it? No, or? you you can have a billboard and you can put whatever the hell you want on that billboard. What are you going to put on it? Uh, whoa, that's a good one. Probably time to shine. Everybody knows that I say time to shine. Time to shine. Love it. What is your favorite meal to cook for your kids if you do cook? Uh, I I do cook a lot. Uh, I'm I'm more of the barbecue guy. I love Ditto. I love uh, I love uh, and my kids love when I do brisket. Mm. It's 16 hour smoke well i i i think uh next time in south carolina i'm gonna give you a call and yeah, brisket's gonna be on, on tap. over man uh you <laughs> know what's i can't zach from uh hawaii 50 or magnum pi oh yeah yeah he's a great dude did you guys did you guys talk yeah, he was episode 100 uh okay zach awesome. knighton yeah he yeah he invited dude, man I, I brought up the whole fish taco thing with him yeah. and I, I told him i mean i can't i'm in hawaii and we're surrounded by water and I can't find a decent fish taco place anywhere on this friggin' Island. And he's like, bro, next time you're out, we're going on the boat. We're going to catch our own damn fish and I'm making them for, I'm like, okay, I'm signed me up. Yeah, we're in he's Zach. Like, he, that, he, that guy is, uh, actually I met him through, through Peter Lankoff yep. who has uh, got us here. And, uh, he's, he, that, he uh, he's just such a gentleman. He's awesome. amazing. We've so, also had Steven on yeah. who plays TC. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and Peter, I mean, talented. yeah, he's, yeah. he's brought us yeah. so many guests. It's so crazy. And you included yeah, like, Peter Lankoff. Yeah. Like, like I was going to say about Peter, Peter, and I said just before we're rolling, but is he such a, such a mentor of mine has been very, uh, uh, he has, he has helped me in more ways than, than he'd ever know. Just being, just being there for me, just being a voice of reason. And from a career standpoint and personal, he's just, he's just, uh, he's a very important person in my life. That's me. He's, he's an awesome dude. I mean, we had that one episode with him and, um, you know, I hate to say that I play favorites because the more <laughs> of these episodes and shows we do, yeah. um, I end up having a whole bunch of favorites, but he's was generally, you know, he's such a good dude. Yeah, I'm not going to mention okay. names or of any episodes, yeah. but there's some of them, you know, I may appear to be enthusiastic because yeah. that's what I do and I'm pretty good at it. But inside yeah. I'm just like dying sometimes, you yeah. know, there's well, one well, word a, answers great, and he was not one a, of those. He's a, he's a great dad, which is, he's got, he's got these amazing kids and amazing family. And, uh, he's a great dad. He's just a great human being all around. Yeah, he's amazing. Except his kids don't watch his uh, movies, which I found <laughs> weird, but you know, come on guys. All right. Back to the fast five brisket was what he likes to cook. Um, if you, could look back on uh, before you got the career started. What was uh, like movie or TV influences that got you started into this career? Uh, die Hard. Die uh, John, Hard. Yeah, John McClane's been my favorite character. Uh, I've always wanted to, uh, you know, have a career path of of that of that type of character. I feel like I somewhat got it with the Sonny Quinn uh, vibe, right? But. Um, I already have a few laughs. I, yeah, I love just. I think it's one of the best characters ever written. It is a Christmas movie for those people that You're damn right it's a Christmas movie. It's it a goddamn Christmas. Movie. <laughs> uh, uh, but it, uh, yeah, that movie just. I just think it's it's a flawless, um, a flawless character. It's sort of the everyman, the guy that you know he just with his toes in the carpet at the beginning, and he's just kind of you know mm -hmm. he's just this guy that you know has to do the impossible because he loves his family. I love that, that simple storyline and character. And, um, that movie is just, uh, when I saw that, I was like, 
those are the characters I want to play. So what you're saying is Moonlighting is your favorite uh, sitcom. <laughs> it's all right. It's okay. All right. All right. Little, little Sybil McGuire. I mean, okay. Sybil <laughs> Shepard. All right. Uh, biggest parenting fail. Biggest parenting fail. Um, Question mark. I would say uh, learning, you know, learning to be wrong, you know, like it's, and and being okay with it. I think that that's, that was like a learning curve of like the stuff, the stubbornness that I have of, of that being like, when you're wrong, then show them what you want them to exemplify. and, and, And that is, it's okay. And just admit it and own, own it and move on. Yeah. You know? Um, and I think that's the biggest thing is, is the, is, is the times that I haven't done that. It eats me inside where I have to be like, okay, I need to go and say something. Yeah. Um, but, but it's just that ego, you know, that, you know, I'm just like, I'm, I'm right. And inside I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> yeah. And you know it too. And yet yeah, you're still you know. my, my biggest, yeah. uh, struggle as of late uh my son's 13 so he's he's coming yeah. into it okay there's a little yeah. little darkness appearing over here and uh, uh, yeah, and he yeah. gets mad at me every time i go check under his arms to see if anything's sprouting dad stop it uh, you know <laughs> he gets like embarrassed i'm like you don't be embarrassed i'm your dad this is okay trust me you're gonna have some questions i'm the guy yeah okay Do, yeah. it doesn't matter what it is i'm the guy you need to come to and talk to about it. yeah, it's all yeah. good but pushing what i think or my dreams onto him versus what his dreams may or may not be and trying to differentiate between the two and not press too hard. uh, That's what I'm learning to, you know, struggle with. And it's, it's tough, man, you know, cause you don't like what I like. What are you talking about? It's, it's, it's it's tough in that sense, but it's like my, my, kids to my rule is just like, you know, just discipline, like show, like have some type of discipline, whatever it is that you're doing, just be disciplined in that. And you'll be great at those things. And, and I hate, there's two words I hate is can't. And, um, I, I I don't care. You have to care, Yep. you know, and, and you, and saying can't is not acceptable. No, absolutely not. Especially when it comes to son, do the dishes. I can't. I want to blow my top. It's like, no, 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 no. Of course you can. You just don't want to, but then it, it it snowballs into, I can't do this and can't, 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 can't. I hate it. I I, I get it. My, my dad said to me, he goes, would you rather have the pain of regret or the pain of discipline? And I was like, all right, got it. Pain of discipline. Um, I'm going to add yeah. one word to that and then give yeah. you my final, most important question of this episode. Yeah. Uh, discipline and accountability. That is yeah. one I struggle with my son. My little girl, she's, she's, she's a good kid, you know, for yeah. the most, but she hasn't got to the point where she's pushing back as much as the boy is. And I can't tell you how many times it'll be something so trivial that in the grand scheme of things is not important, but yet he won't fess up to it or I will catch him dead in a, you know, literally lying to my face about eating that M and M that you weren't supposed to or something. And I didn't do it even though I have it on video and it's like, (laughs) bro, kid, you need to take accountability. And he hates that word because that's what I push on him. But you know, it's going to, you take accountability now and you take accountability later. It's going to turn into something great and discipline when you are a man, when you are older. Um, and it's, it's tough, man. This parenting gig, being a dad, it is hardest job I've ever loved, man. Yeah. It's that's, that's the way to look at it. It is the hardest job. I I, I love, I love being a dad. I I had an amazing father and, uh, you know, I had an incredibly close relationship before he passed away, but, and I mean, I'm still very close to my, my mom. And, you know, I feel very fortunate that I had, that relationship, but it was very structured in the sense of, you know, my dad, how hard he worked and the reasons why he worked so hard and same with my mom and just the, the respect and the reverence that you, yeah. you pay to that. So, but uh, no, I, I feel lucky in that. And I want, you know, the world is, 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 it is not an easy place. And, 
you know, you have to hold those lines because it's, it's a, it'll eat them alive when they go out there if they're not prepared. Yep. Yep. It's, and that's our job to prepare them. I just wish it wouldn't push back so much. Speak. That's funny. <laughs> that, that's, that's my boy when he graduated sixth grade in some, oh, that, in, some in some photo booth. That's not my real hair, that, but yeah. Oh, you got some lettuce there. That's God, I wish that was my lettuce. That would have been amazing. <laughs> All right. AJ Buckley. One of the most important questions I like to ask, I ask it of every single guest that comes on here. There's no wrong answer. There's no right answer. If you could impart any bit of advice onto any new dad or about to be a dad, what is it going to be? Um, stay off your phones. <laughs> you know, just just be present because they go, it goes quick, and everybody says that. And 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 take video more than than pictures or things like don't worry about posting and just take video as much video as you can then as opposed to just you know i'll see there'll be times where i'm like oh, i didn't take a video I, I just took a picture but i was when you look back and you, you hear the voice especially even like with my dad i look back on videos of him and i can hear his voice and all that sort of yeah. stuff it's it's uh it's very special but yeah i would just be yeah, you know something I struggle with too, because with work and with whatnot and, you know, the times that my kids are here and in front of me and at this age wanting my attention, it's like, I just, I gotta, I gotta, uh, I gotta put the, uh, the phone away. Like in tonight I have I'm taking my daughter out for dinner so we can just catch up, just make separate, you know, make some time individually for, for each one. There you go. Advice, sound advice for Mr. AJ Buckley. I'm, I'm going to leave you with this idea. Uh, it's on that, um, exact topic. Uh, <laughs> opening up a restaurant, okay? And on each table, there's a little miniature cage with a lock on it. And for every guest or, you know, table that comes into this restaurant that willingly locks up all their cell phones for the entire sit down to end, uh, gets yeah. 10% off their bill. That's great. Right? That's genius, yeah. And then you just, you yeah, know, charge 10% more on your menu. For, so you're not for, losing for money, any, but. <laughs> for any dinner, just for people not to. Yeah. Got to bring back that. that human interaction, man. Yeah, I, I that, wholeheartedly that, agree. That interaction. Oh, there he is. How you feeling, bud? Good. Say hi. Hi. Hi, bud. You are one handsome fellow, man. You you got yeah. That the guy. That's from my mom. That's from his wife. My my wife. Your mommy. <laughs> yeah, I agree. My kids are good looking too, and it wasn't from this. Yeah. All right, AJ Buckley. He is uh, actor. TV star, dad extraordinaire. Um, maybe sometime soon, if this strike gets over with, we can catch you back on on seals, yeah, right? For sure, that'd be great. Yeah, um, we were supposed to start season seven. And can I plug one thing real quick, dude? You could plug uh, all the things you want and take uh, your time, man. Uh, so I own a diaper bag company. Oh called, yes, paper. Yep. Yeah, paperclip, and uh, we actually uh, have a new line of um, uh, baby dinnerware. This earth friendly sil silicone. Um, baby wear, and, uh, but the diaper bag itself, uh, is something I'm really proud of. Um, my, my business partner, my best friend, especially the godfather of the boys, um, Artie Baxter and, um, his wife, Sarah, uh, um, uh, the, the godparents and, um, they've really been working their ass off for this next phase of, of, of paperclip. And, you know, we, we patented the, the diaper bag itself as a built-in changing table. And we've, we, you know, we've won best diaper bag of the year many years in a row people magazines voted as, as one of the best diaper bags um Dude. but it's sort of been this labor labor of love the covid really sort of put us on ice for a little bit but we're making a really strong comeback so if you need a good diaper bag i promise you this is the best diaper bag in the world our new uh um, um cutlery that's coming out is unbelievable we'll have a baby chair coming um out hopefully in the end of the third or fourth quarter of uh 2024 um and it is just um which are all our product is made with recycled plastic uh clean baby clean planet and um it's something that i'm fairly proud of and uh it's at paperclip.life.com paperclip.life.com tell you what yeah. aj um i'm gonna throw you a solid here um after i stop recording I'm going to talk to you, yep. but I'm going to tell everyone in the world right now what I'm going to do for him if he's interested. As I mentioned earlier, I am a uh, part owner of a radio station, Pirate Radio. The idea of Pirate Radio, AJ, is 
if you're in the Caribbean or you're in South Florida or you're in some tiki bar and there's music playing in the background. That's what yeah. pirate radio is. Lots of Jimmy Buffett, right. rest in peace, my I man. Know, peace. Uh, yeah. Lots of reggae, lots of classic rock, lots of island country. It's just a smorgasbord of awesome music. Um, I'm going to have this guy write up a script for me, and I'm going to voice it because that's what I do in life. I produce commercials, and you, sir, are going to get a Paperclip Life commercial aired on pirate oh. radio completely free of charge, and it's going to air for infinity. Dude, if you're, you're cool with that. Yeah, uh, dude, thank you so much. I guess I'm very cool with that. I, I greatly appreciate that. So Absolutely, much. man. We got a, a, like hundreds of thousands of listeners worldwide, uh, a lot in Europe, a whole bunch down in Cuba and South Florida, and I can't even tell you how many all over Canada and the United States. It's uh, So there's yeah. going to be some people here in that commercial. That's pretty I, cool. I, I, I greatly appreciate it, and I can guarantee uh, no one that's got our diaper bag has never said that uh, uh, it, it, it wasn't uh, worth it. And, and it's not just a dude's diaper bag. It's, you know, the, our yeah. wives have really yeah. had a lot of input. It's a, it's an awesome, super well-made bag. It feels it, like a Toomey. It's so important, man. They're lifesavers. We've all been yeah. there. That should have been the answer to the question, AJ. If you could impart <laughs> any bit of wisdom or advice on any brand yeah. new dad or soon-to-be dad, what would it yeah. be? Go to Paperclip Life, then buy a damn I diaper bag. That should have been that. the answer. <laughs> I know. There we go. Edit it and put it in there. Excellent. All right. Party people. He is AJ Buckley. I want to thank you so much for taking the time out of your day and coming on. Uh, you're the man. I appreciate it, brother. Thank you. Absolutely. And to everyone watching worldwide, wherever you may be and however you may be listening and or watching, thank you for the support and love. We appreciate you. Uh, we'll see you on the very next episode. Have a great rest of your day. See you.